0: guys, welcome to Strip by Sia. So excited, as usual, always excited. Um, Every Sunday we have a new guest. So today we have Dani. She actually reached out to me on Instagram. She's another um, fellow stripper podcaster here in Vancouver, BC. And we're gonna dish it out today. All about sugar dating, paid dates, legalities, and sex work in Canada. God, there's so many things to talk about, PR. Freaking VIPing, but also, like, fucking everything under the sun. Yeah, it's gonna fit in an hour. Like. <laughs> me out, there we go. But um, yeah, say hello, introduce yourself. Who are you?
1: <laughs> well, I think yeah, I think you just said I'm um, everything. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm I'm Danny or Danica or my real name is Danielle, but no one ever calls me that. Um, so I pretty much will answer to anything. <laughs> Lots of four-letter words, but. If, um, <laughs> But yeah, no, like you said, I'm uh, predominantly a stripper. And I host my own podcast and, um...
0: Wait, what's your podcast called?
1: Uh, 50 Plus a Tip, I'll myself. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Link below later, guys. Make sure you subscribe and follow yeah. that shit. <laughs> Wait, me five
1: stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, and, and, um, I've been in the industry now for seven years. And, oh, wow. And like you kind of, um, alluded to, I've, I've dabbled in quite a bit of avenues of sex work. So, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: <laughs> So I guess we'll go into that. Um, I guess, um, so seven years, that's a long time. Um, a okay, long well no, no. no. long <laughs> no time for me. You're no very, very seasoned. Very seasoned. Very wise. I can learn a lot from you. I'm like one year into the industry, so. Oh my god. I like officially. Yeah. But, okay, so did you start stripping here in Vancouver or elsewhere? Are you from Vancouver? I don't know anything about you <laughs> except <laughs> your <Sorry, through> Instagram.
1: <laughs> like, I know uh, you, but I don't know you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's most people. Well, they know me, but they don't know me. Uh, no, so I, I am born and raised in Vancouver. Technically Langley, but I'll say Vancouver. And, no, I actually started out in Fort Mac. So back oh, then, wow. yeah, in uh, what was it, 2012, Fort Mac was great fucking money. Like, you could legit pull, like, 30k a month, 40k a month stripping. It was stupid. And I had gone out there because a boyfriend of mine was on the oil rigs, and he ended up getting a job, and his cousin was a bar manager at a strip club, and I was serving at the time while going to school. So I was like, you know what? A lot of my whatever year I was at that time in university Mm -hmm. could be offered online. So I was like, I'll do my university course online for whatever amount of time and i'll serve the strip club the outfit i was wearing is actually an outfit i wear now as a stripper because Amazing. it's like, <laughs> like it's so like a stripper outfit I don't know the club, they're trying to pass it off as your ass but like what is it out. yeah it's like super super like literally a like two-inch skirt um and then just like, cover the up yeah and then like a um what would you call it? Like a cap sleeve top that ties between your boobs. Right. Okay. So it's like 9 year top. It's like a <laughs> bikini top pretty much. And uh, yeah, so that was my outfit. So uh yeah and I just had a lot of regulars as a server mm-hmm. and I got on better with the um the strippers than the uh the servers. So right. that was kind of like already in that kind of group circle and yeah and yeah. my manager was like and I was making good money as a server. You know you could pull fifteen hundred dollars in cash yeah. as a server tip. Yeah easy. Uh yeah I'm in format. It was ridiculous. But I was like, fuck it. Like I grew up dancing, and I have a joke that my parents love. (laughs) And they're like, you know, I was like, you set me up. You set me up to be a stripper. It's all your fault. Yeah, 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 exactly. So yeah, I just made that jump to being a stripper, and I loved it. So wow. Were
0: you nervous at all? Like, did you? I guess you have some formal training as a dancer. Yeah, yeah. classically trained.
1: Yeah. So I danced in everything except for tap. So and I competed. Like, for many, many years. And I grew up competing, like, contortion acro as well. So well, well very, bendy prettily
0: shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I
1: was very familiar with being on a stage. And I, I spoke to another girl on my podcast about this, too, how dancers have some of, one, they're very comfortable with their bodies. Mm-hmm. And you're in a change room, much like a stripper change room, where, like, you know, you're playing with your labia. <laughs> like, you know, like, you're doing things that you have, like, way open about your body. So, yeah. I don't, I don't remember being really, like, uncomfortable or nervous my first shift.
0: Mm-hmm. You just kind of flew into it and yeah. you're like, well, this is just what's happening right now. Yeah, I was friends with all
1: the girls I work with, anyways, and I think that's, like, a huge thing is having that camaraderie with other girls, and they can kind of warn you about, like, stay away from this guy or do this move and, like, you know, heads up, blah, blah, blah. I didn't, I don't think I, I mean, all those years ago, as you pointed out, I did, <laughs> it's fuzzy now in my old brain, but <laughs> I don't think, I don't think I was
0: nervous, no. How did you get over to Fort Mac? Were you, were you there for school or?
1: No, so I was doing school online from here. So, oh, I yeah. see. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. just because my uh, boyfriend had got a job out there on the rigs so then gotcha. I was like I'll move with you and I'll, I'll make money out there because I knew it was like the money place during that yeah, time yeah during that time yeah. yeah and were
0: you dancing there for a few years then uh, or no, just until... I actually ended
1: up leaving right before the fires oh wow uh, yeah. okay okay yeah. Yeah. yeah so I took off like literally it's just perfect timing that something happened i need to come home for and i think it was like a week or two maybe maybe it's a week before the fires happened wow that's such good timing. yeah and i was like hey, i guess i'm not going back and from what i've heard from my girlfriends it's still like not like not good at all it just there, hasn't so it come hasn't back been, to what yeah. it was before yeah yeah oh,
0: so bad. so then you made your way to vancouver then so you made it back home and then what happened after that are you did you start dancing at the five or how did no nope, what was so. your journey like <laughs> tell
1: me everything <laughs> tell me every day you did uh no so i had broken up with the boyfriend i had started with when when I was in Fort Math, we'd been together for like four years, I think, or something like that, mm-hmm. and uh, we ended up breaking up for other reasons. And when I came back, I had something happen where I ended up having to move in back into my parents' home, and they feel some kind of way about sex work, and I respect that. So, with regards to that, I decided not to do sex work while I was living in their home. Right. I respect. Yeah. That's, yeah. Respect that's really for sweet. Them, right. So. I wasn't dancing anymore. I went back to serving, which was it's <laughs> very, very so hard. It's different, yeah, yeah, it's very hard <laughs> to uh, take a pay cut and lose your freedom of uh, scheduling, and mm-hmm. and I just felt more disrespected serving than I ever did dancing. So I hated it, but whatever you gotta do, you gotta do. And yep. <laughs> then yeah, met a new boyfriend, we ended up moving in together so I wasn't living with my parents' house anymore. I went back to stripping and I actually started at Brandy's when I started stripping in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And I worked there for a little while, but I was still in school full time in university, so I'd be driving out from Abbotsford at that time. Fuck. Yeah. So <laughs> I drive to far. Abbotsford and do my shift till I think it would close at three in the morning. Yeah. And I Wrap up around 3.30, drive back to Alistair, get home around, like, yeah, 4.30 in the morning, have an 8.30 class, (sighs) like... Yeah, so I was just kind of burning out at that point. And I honestly didn't that much care for the atmosphere I got at Brandy's. It was quite different than I was familiar with at Showgirls in Fort Mac.
0: What's the difference? Like, how would you Uh, describe it? Showgirls is
1: very much like The Five. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's very much like... Fun, clubby. Fun atmosphere, yeah. Yeah. And I found Brandy's was very much like a gentleman's club. Yeah. Like, it had that real feel to it, and I just didn't really care for that. And also... Fort Mac is, one, like, money is good there, but also um, you have quite a bit of autonomy about how you want to do your dances. And mm-hmm. I found Brandy's, they were very controlling about how you danced and if you took your panties off and when you took your panties off. And I remember, Whoa. yeah, I remember Amanda so you know. telling me once that I didn't take my underwear off fast enough. And what I'm like, f- what the
0: fuck? <laughs> like, I didn't know there were certain times yeah, that you had yeah.
1: to. <laughs> <laughs> like, before a
0: song ends, yeah, I get
1: it. Like. Yeah, exactly. Well, I, for me, like, I was quite strategic in the sense where I would wait till, like, the very end of the song, right? Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, right? And she doesn't know you take it off sooner. I'm like, well, no. Like, it's not your (laughs) money impact. Like, if I, you know... Yeah, I didn't care for that. And that kind of put me off. And then I went through a breakup, and I was like, you know, I don't want to... I don't have the energy to be around men right now, so I took some time off dancing. I think it was only like a month or so, but enough that Brandy's was like, okay, well, like, you're not on our roster anymore. I was like, okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Yeah, I'm okay with that. So I looked into, I think, dancing on the Granville Strip. Mm -hmm. I think it was called something else at the time, or it had just become the Granville Strip.
0: Yeah, because I think it was like fan club before. Yeah. It was some kind of like um, performance venue. Yeah, it was was something
1: else. It had just become the The Granville Strip. Yeah. Okay. And... I was warned about a bunch of stuff that you hear, and like. <laughs> yes, we're gonna go into that episode <laughs> tomorrow with <Okay. laughs> the Phoenix I, Rose, but. Okay, well, I'll listen to it. I can't really yeah. talk on it much because I just. I listened to their warnings. I was like, you know what? Like, the girls knew me well enough for format to like warn me about stuff, so I'm just I'm not gonna touch this club. <laughs> I'm sure, you know, I'm sure not all of it's true. I'm sure girls love working there. Yeah, yeah. You know, but. I thought I'd heed their warnings. And one of my girlfriends from Fort Mac as well was saying that when she traveled, number five was one of her favorite places. Mm-hmm. So I yes. ended <laughs> yes, I ended up so messaging, fun. yeah, I ended up messaging, um, the manager there and he was just super funny and texting me back and I was like, I like his vibes, I like that he's funny. And yeah, I've been there now for, oh fuck, I don't know, four four years I think four and a half years now yeah good yeah. amount
0: of time this is yeah. fun like even just like going as a patron I always have like the best fucking time there if I had to yeah. choose if I wanted to like go out
1: and have fun it's always number five so, yeah the, the five
0: vibes is, they're just like yeah. fun the
1: vibe is really good energy and they treat their dancers really, really yeah. well
0: yeah and they yeah. always have a fucking fire line up there all the time so yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which is Sorry. great no no that's don't that's worry funny. about it <laughs> you're logical <I> know. <laughs> you know it's so hard to like talk and like not like try to hold back you're
1: like ah, i need to go i know i really feel like i need to like premise myself as being like i'm not contagious i promise i sound like
0: sure and tomorrow if i'm sick i'm gonna be calling you (laughs) okay So that's really cool um okay before we started recording you mentioned um you do something called pr Mm -hmm. can you explain to the audience what pr is for people that aren't in the industry and explain what that is yeah
1: so pr so it's funny because like I've talked to so many girls in PR, and I'm like, do you know what the fuck PR stands for? No, what the like, fuck? Oh know. fuck no! Like, I literally think it's just some bullshit like <laughs> a term they feel sound, thought sounded good, and they latch on to it because PR is supposed to be public relations. Yeah, that's what I thought. Which too. I guess yeah. you could say like you are relating with the public, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's pretty much just private parties. It's so like stags, like bat, like you know, bachelorettes, um, guys' nights out, like oh alone yeah. ones, like that kind of thing. It's pretty much just it's it's really is just like the club, but in your own home, or you're in your own hotel Right, yeah. Home. Yeah, you're just having strippers hanging out with you.
0: How did you get involved with that?
1: Uh, so, a good girlfriend of mine from The Five was like, you know, we noticed that the industry, and I think t- you have touched on it before in one of your podcast episodes, that industry is kind of dying out. Mm-hmm. And no money there anymore. No, exactly. But- <laughs> so <I can't laughs> when someone says, you know, Oh, I just started this year. Like you did. And I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. Oh, like, fucking- <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. If only you would see when it was like, but maybe also it's better for you because now, you know, this is good money. Yeah. Um, as opposed to us who have known really good money in the industry. And, and then we're like, shit. fuck this shit. Yeah. And yeah. then I don't want to go in anymore. Right. I'm greedy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We chase the good life. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so she was like, why don't you start doing after hours with me? or like, PR parties. I'm like, well, what's that? She's like, well, I'll get you in a bunch of groups, and like, I'll hook you up with like the PR moms, and you just put out your collage, and and I'll try to book you with me. I'm like, perfect. So me and her started working parties together, mm-hmm. and I just realized that one, it's you get a base pay, so you get um, whatever base pay is set for that party, so you get paid to like walk in that door, which I found nice because yeah. which the quite a contradiction from the club where you're losing money the money you walk in the room right you pay floor fees you're already down money yeah and uh and then you're not tipping out anyone per dance you keep all the money due for dances which is nice yay that's nice yeah Yeah, that's super nice yeah especially (laughs) because as the years have gone by um clubs have like upped their percentages right
0: been increasing yeah for yeah, sure
1: so you know you're paying up 40 percent of your income as opposed to zero percent of it in a PR party and also too I found just like you said like when you want a party you go to the five like that's great but when a lot of people come in with that mindset it means like we don't sell a lot of dances yeah right so um when you're at a PR party, the people are there to hang out with strippers to get dances. So you know your clientele is very much more targeted that way. Right. So it's easier to sell dances in PR parties. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the reasons why I find it much more lucrative.
0: And how long have you been doing that for? That's awesome. Such uh, a great opportunity.
1: Only, yeah. Um, I've only been doing it now for, I guess, I guess yeah, this November will be a year. Or October is a year now. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. Yeah. Oh, so pretty new. Pretty yeah. relative. Okay, yeah. cool. So you you've mentioned before, um, I guess um, was it before we started recording? You mentioned you can make like a considerable amount of money doing this. Yeah. Um, compared to like VIPing and you know being at the club. Yeah. Is it is it quite considerable? Can you share? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. Yeah, um, <laughs> um, <laughs> i it's like you know a numbers. ballpark <laughs> estimate. <laughs> yeah. I know. So I'll
1: say like for my best night in stripping, not considering foreback. Yeah. Like, here in Vancouver, my best night in, in a strip club, I more than double that in PR. Whoa. So, uh, that's which huge. is, like, my best night is, is pretty fucking good. Yeah. So, <laughs> like best best night is really good. Really fucking, fucking good. good. That's yeah. awesome. But, I mean, too, that's not for everyone. And, yeah. like, it depends on your hustle and, like, who you luck out of clients at that party and how you sell and how you capitalize and, you know, if you mm-hmm. do shows and if you do, you know, um, other stuff. And, and if guys like you so yeah just like the five or any club yeah it totally depends on how lucky you are and how your hustle is
0: what about the dynamics so is there are usually a couple girls like what's the ratio from like girls to guys can you speak about that or is it kind of just kind of varies depending on the
1: party um who's attending the parties? yeah definitely attending? more men it's, yeah it's very very rare that i've worked a party where women are at i think honestly i've maybe worked Three in a year. Yeah, where women are at. Because um, usually Is it's the like the vibe kind of different. Up. Yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. Um, but it's the same as like think of it as like when you approach a table at the club that has all guys or a yeah. table that has guys and their girlfriends. Yeah, like, like you the, know, like yeah, it's a yeah, very <laughs> different vibe. So yeah, um, definitely for PR parties where women are not at. Although there was one posted for, like, I think it was a bachelorette, and they wanted a female dancer. Oh, okay. And I was like, fuck, I want to work that. Because, like, that would be fun to work with all women. And there yeah. was one for, like, like some, like, lesbian women had, like, a uh, party, and they wanted, like, female dancers. And I'm so I was like, okay. Please. Yes, like, <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't get them. but nah. yeah, So, yeah, there are women that, that book, uh, book women. <laughs>
0: Those are also fun, too, because, like, when I teach like bachelorette parties like for pool parties and stuff mm. too. Like those have always been like the funnest. Yeah. They're like, oh can you show us some moves like at the end of the stretch yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, oh okay, yeah, thank exactly. you. Like you don't have to but thank you. I'll take it. Yeah, exactly. Um okay, so but like at the parties, I sorry, I may have I should have clarified. How many dancers are there per... Oh, I'm sorry. Guys? No, that's okay. This
1: is also really informative, too. Uh, totally depends. There can be a one-on-one, or it's just one guy, one girl. That could be, like, 40 guys and, Holy like, fuck. eight girls. I've worked on parties, where so there's, like, 20-plus girls at the party. Wow.
0: Um, so it just depends. Totally depends. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, how do you guarantee, like, your safety in these kind of situations?
1: So anything in, like, life. I don't want to just, like, say it to sex work because I know people like, see, sex work's dangerous. Well, like, you walking down <laughs> the street is dangerous, right? So, right. you going on a random date is dangerous mm-hmm. as, a, as a typical square. But um, you're hoping that the person that booked it did some kind of vetting. Yeah. And also, too, there's lot, a lot less You know, – they're not as anonymous um, with PR because, like, at least someone has a phone number and a name and, like, either, yeah. like – their banking information or like their email like there's some kind of like contact there so you're hoping that that kind of keeps them accountable and keeps their friends accountable but no honestly in a year I've never encountered a situation in in PR where I felt unsafe good Um, yeah so so I, I feel pretty safe in PR I've never myself experienced anything like that
0: how, how does the booking process go? Like, how do these people get to book you? Is it through, you said you have, like, PR moms and stuff, or, like, yeah, so how does that home process Yeah, so there's chats
1: work? with girls in it, and a PR mom, like, runs a chat, and then she will get a client who's like, hey, I want, I have a stag party coming up, can I have some dancers to come do it? And then the girl says, hey, I have a stag party on, you know, November 25th, I need five girls in Burnaby, who's available. And then you'll say mm-hmm. available, and you'll send in photos of yourself, like a collage, and then she sends those collages to the gentleman who's like booking it. And they get to kind of pick. Yeah, and they'll pick which girls, and then she'll tell you you're booked.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. That's how it works. So it's just like
1: any kind of like, um, I know they have bachelor plans. Yeah. On here in Vancouver. Very much the same thing. Similar.
0: Okay, yeah. cool. That's awesome. And I guess um, in terms of like booking and stuff, it would go through that person first, and you guys don't have any contact with the actual client until no. the actual party? Or no?
1: Yeah, yeah, you don't have any contact with the client. Right. Which is also too for like the PR mom's sake, so you're not like stealing clients, right, or underselling yeah. or anything like that.
0: And how do they find these clients? Is it just I guess whatever their methods are. Yeah, I don't the club know. I, or... I heard a lot of them were
1: like PR girls before and like made their oh. own client base and then became PR moms. And then some of them were strippers before, so they met guys at clubs. Um, but I think it's, too, it's, like, word of mouth a lot
0: of the time, just, like,
1: anything. It's, people. like, referral. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, that's a lot of time what I, I hear, but... That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's so freaking cool. I'm like, What well, this is such a new world to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, this is why you're here, so you, so people can know. Yeah. There are other <laughs> options, too, right? <laughs> yeah. So Yeah, Um, Speaking of other options, so, segue. <laughs> 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 so, you've obviously dabbled in a lot of things to do with sex work or service and stuff like that, too, as... That says with I. So, can you go into a little bit of your experiences with seeking arrangement, paid dates, sugar dating, that whole fun topic? Unleash uh-huh. <laughs> <I like, laughs> the beast! I'm I'm like, yeah, I have a lot of things to say about this. I roll.
1: As soon as I say seeking <laughs> arrangements, it's like a trigger. <laughs> I'm the same way. I, I know. I don't. So, because as we've addressed, I'm old. I <laughs> <laughs> How old are you? I'm 28.
0: What? Oh my yeah. god, you're an old girl. Yeah. I just turned 30, so. You
1: twenty 30? Yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm in my 30s, but i think but they say it's because I'm like, well, articulate. Like <laughs> it's like, okay, sure. Like, like, I'll take it. <laughs> yeah, I'll take it. I'm sure, bud. But no, so I. sugaring dating, sleepy yes. arrangements. I trigger. Sur- <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, this is my best. <laughs> God. Um, <laughs> I uh, I went on Seek Ranges like back when it was actually Seeking Ranges, now it's called Seeking or something. But... Oh, I haven't been
0: back in a long time. Yeah. Like, so when were you on, on it? Oh, like oh, what year? Seven, six years ago. Yeah, okay, me too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it was still good. Yeah, <laughs> yes.
1: So I used to be able to go for a lunch date, you know five hundred plus dollars just the lunch day, there's no like sexual talk. Yeah. It was literally just companionship and that's what the men were on there for.
0: Miss that. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So like that's perfect, right? And then now when I have revisited it, since the club's been a little shittier, whatever, I the guys are like, hey, two hundred to fuck. I'm like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Like them it's crazy. And they want you to, you know, entertain them for three hours talking on Instagram talking and you know back and forth messages and that's just one that's just not my hustle like I'm very to the point like hey it's like you know 400 for a coffee date 600 for a lunch date a thousand dollars for dinner like whatever, this is my prices. like, let me know how many times you want to meet a week, like, what's yeah. your schedule like, like, I'm very, like, I have it all, like, already written it down, I copy-paste it, I, like I, know, like, I don't have the energy. Um, yeah, this is, it's just a lot of filtering through that site. It's oh, really it's it. so much work, and, yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't know, I think, I would attribute it probably to, like, the oversaturation now of things, and the women coming on it, that, before, I feel like a lot of the people that came on it were in the sex work so they already knew standard pricing, and they, were, mm. they knew that a good night at work was this much. So five hundred of them was like quite a lot less than they usually make, but it was like reasonable. Right. But I think now a lot of like, for lack of a better term, when I use all the Times Squares, who <laughs> aren't used to five hundred dollars a day, that's a lot of money to them. So they right. think like a hundred dollars to go for lunch is great, yeah. or the free lunch is great, right. and that kind of um, has taken over that, and now men realize that women will go for lunch for free. Yeah. You know, or get a cell phone bill paid for.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of students on there, there's right? A lot, and they um, part of their marketing plan was to market it towards students, like, oh, if you have a dot edgy or whatever dot like a university EDU thing, yeah, edu, then you'll get like a premium account or something like that. So I know, like, they were like last time I was on it, was just like years ago. Yeah. <laughs> they were definitely like promoting that really hard. Yeah. So like, yeah, I feel is like kind of dangerous. Yeah. too because you have a lot of like very very young naive people yes. that just don't know that they're really bad men out there that will take advantage of you yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know yeah
1: for sure and yeah you know on the internet too especially you never know if you're talking to yes and i don't really <laughs> fuck with secret anymore I feel this <laughs> my, my, yeah i feel is my podcast i know that like my boyfriend does it for me so <laughs> yeah so he has like my email and my um password and he'll go on it and he'll deal with the men.
0: Oh, and interesting. Yeah. So, he'll send
1: the messages—if there's ever a question that he has really the answer to, or he wants, like, "Hey, how would you say this?" Yeah. Or what price would you want for this? He'll reach out to me and say, "Hey," and he'll send me the message, like, screenshot the message, and I'll—I'll I'll send him the answer I would give. But because for him, it's still fun and exciting. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, look how these guys like novelty. talk. Like, yeah, it's funny. Though. Yeah. And he—he loves he thinks it's so funny, but. Um, And then I just think it's very emotionally draining and like, and and it just makes me mad. It's very time-consuming. Yeah. Yeah. And like
0: frustrating
1: (coughs) (laughs) Yeah, and for me if I'm going to give sexual mental emotional energy to men like I want to be like the pay is right there Yeah, I'm going to a party where I've already been base paid to be on for those four hours Right, so I find it very hard to be in my own home not getting a dollar sent to me and like giving you energy yeah and um, then having
0: to justify right yeah, <laughs> like I'm like not going to entertain I
1: like punch you in the face like <laughs> you know um but yeah I, um I posted on my Instagram on my podcast Instagram, being like, Yo, all you fake sugar daddies, like, send me a $50 e-transfer yeah. before you try talking to me, and funny enough, I had a guy message me, and I was like, hey, where do I send the e-transfer to? So I was like, okay, so I sent him <laughs> my email, and he sent me my $50 e-transfer, and then he, like, was like, hey, this is what I was thinking, does it work for you? Yeah. And I was like, yes, like, you're a smart man. Thank like, you. Yeah, and, like, yeah, we didn't, like, agree on, like, what he had wanted, because he had been with a girl who wasn't a sex worker before, and she did a lot le- well, more yeah. for less, and I was like, yeah, we would willing really do half that for double the amount or whatever. Yeah. But at least – and he respected. respect that. He's like, that's totally fine. Like, blah, yeah. blah, But I like that he was like, hey, for your time, like, as if it were a meeting – business meeting, mm-hmm. like, to sit you down, like, have a talk with you. Here's $50. And I was like, yes.
0: And that's the way you should meet. And thank yeah. you for yeah. all you potential sugar daddies out there Yes, listening. yes. Send money if you
1: want some attention. But yeah. also, too, like, you know, if you want a pretty girl – so, I've done my part. I've posted my photos. I've shown you that I'm a pretty girl, okay? Mm-hmm. You're saying you have money to give me. So, sh- if if you have so much money, $50 should be pennies you. Yeah. So send me $50 to show, hey, I'm willing to give you money. Yeah. Now, let's talk. You're a pretty girl. I have money. We've both been proven that, you know? Yeah. Um, that's logical to me. Yeah. It know? makes sense. It makes yeah. sense.
0: Otherwise, just like, why are you fucking wasting my time?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I don't love the secret agents anyway. Yeah, but. fuck. I cannot.
0: Like, it used to be good. I feel like... Like when I first started, are you just be getting messages right, left and center, and you would anytime you'd go on that site. doesn't matter, but now it's just like so much. Like junk out there, lots of salt daddies out
1: there. Yeah, super, like, yeah, like, oh, yeah, uh, super daddies. Um, but yeah, no, and the funny thing is, when I was in New York, I used it, and it was, oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. How was that?
1: Um, super easy, like, $400 American for like a quick appy during the middle of the day, like, and yeah, and then I I had a, a woman message me from New York actually last night, and she was like, I listened to your New York episode. And she's like, yeah, like, Seeking Arrangements is so good out here. She's like, I live in a $4,500 apartment, and I have no problem paying that solely on Seeking Arrangements. Like, That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah, like, I think it's just, like, Vancouver. Vancouver is fucking awful. Oh, like, so, fucking it's so awful. <laughs> like, yeah, and i talked to people in the industry, and they just think, like, the money here is, like, dried up. Because I also hear, like, Australia is really good. Um, there's oh. a lot of more, like, um, what's it called? Easy, easy disposable money there. Yeah. People are much more willing to spend the clubs, much more willing to spend on And in the France. UK, too. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty much everyone but Vancouver.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Because <laughs> when I did have sugar daddies in Vancouver, like, they were all American. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just to be easy. I would not have to negotiate too much, which is nice. And I, it's just like, here, this is what's... You know you're, what you're on the website for. You yeah. know what I mean? But, like, Vancouver people yeah it's just like another planet <laughs> yeah it's crazy um but you said you you still do like paid dates and stuff now too so i guess i'm um, going out for dinners or lunches and stuff like that yeah yeah and those songs. honestly
1: most of those two are guys i mean at the club oh um, okay okay and I I find that ask. is the best way because they already know for you you make you know they pay well you don't make it but they pay $50 for four minutes every time mm-hmm, yeah so it's an easy sell to be like hey if you want to go for a, a like an hour long lunch, two hour long lunch. Like you have to pay me. Yeah. Like you've been paying me for my attention in the club. Or if they want to hang out at nighttime, you can like in a I luckily, I work in a club where it's open day too, so yeah. I can always make the sale of like am hey, missing work for you. You know, yeah. so can you pay for me to miss work? Which they understand and which is fair. Like I wouldn't yeah. ask someone to lose money to hang out with me. No, so, you know. So most of my paid hangouts are from like clients of the club and regulars.
0: Right. Oh, okay. So I was going to ask like, how do you find these people yeah, and what yeah. works best for you? And so that makes a lot of sense. Cause and yeah, as you, as you explained, they already, they are no, they're already there, yeah. they already understand like, yeah. what you're there for. Right. Yeah. So amazing. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also want to talk to you about sex work legality in Canada since that's what uh, you studied in school. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. So my, I have a paralegal and a psychology degree. And with a criminology extended minor. Nice. And Did you go to SFU? No, but actually I guest lecture SFU on what? sex work in Canada. That's amazing. Yeah, so I'm, ugh, I've been ugh. putting it off for so many, so long now, but I'm supposed to be writing my master's, like my my old prof, her PhD, her doctoral PhD, her doctoral thesis. Or her, oh my god. <laughs> the <It's after laughs> doctoral dissertation yes. i was piggybacking on it as my master thesis and it's oh. on the in canada yeah so we're kind of like writing that together and she's kind of like parenting me on that
0: amazing and yeah.
1: um she teaches the class at sfu she's an amazing amazing Who's prof? teacher uh tamara Dutry? oh
0: okay, i know this
1: is a long time ago i graduated yeah. in
0: 2012 but yeah. i, well, I majored in criminology
1: since, yeah she's been teaching for a while now she was a, a, lo- a lawyer before and she's all about, like, sex workers' rights, and it's really her specialty. And, Amazing. Yeah, she's got a brilliant mind. And she does a class there, at SFU, for um, sex work in Canada, I mm-hmm. think it's called. I don't know what, like, Crim for whatever or something. But yeah. um, I come into her class, when she teaches it, and, like, guest lecture on specifically, like, sex work in Canada, and, like, it's actual, like, in practice. That's but, awesome. But, yeah, so it's something I'm super passionate about because I think – especially as a um marginalized group Mm -hmm. like sex workers are um you need to know your rights to fight for them and so they're not abused because people are hoping that you don't know your rights so they don't have to like abide by them
0: right right
1: so i think anytime that you aren't from or you aren't aware um you're opening yourself up to be like manipulated yeah Yeah, for sure So.
0: Can you go into some of the sex workers' rights that, like, you know, most people aren't? <laughs> we don't have any. <laughs> um, oh, no. <laughs> so, we there you go. Much. Well,
1: I mean, kind of like the one thing that brought more to the forefront was uh, it's, called, oh, it's called the Bedford case. Okay. Um, and she, her and a few other sex workers came forward and said, you know, uh, our current sex work laws are against our, uh, our rights as individuals, against specifically like this in our Constitution or this in our Charter. And, um, they're like, okay, so, because the way our, our system is, is that prostitution is legal, mm-hmm. but everything surrounding it is illegal. It's legal,
0: yeah.
1: Right, so when people ask me, you know, is prostitution legal, I'm like, well, yes, and no. Like, <laughs> not really. Like, yeah, it's legal to do it, but if you do it, you're going to get charged. Right. <coughs>
0: that's not confusing
1: at all. <laughs> okay. and that's exactly the point, right? They, they want us to be able to say, well, we legalized it, so right. you can't, you can't fight us on, we're... You know we're not letting you do what you want but then we're gonna live in this gray area where we can manipulate it as we see fit and and it's really one of my statements that I put throughout my like thesis was that you know sex work isn't inherently dangerous it's our laws that make it like that right you know so if we give someone hey you can do this but you can't Right. like right now our laws are that you can't have a body house so you can't have somewhere where you continually work out of right Okay, so what we're saying is you need to find random places to have sex with people. Which is dangerous. Which is dangerous. As yeah. opposed to if you had a safe environment, your home or another location where you know it's safe, you know, no cameras are set up, you know, there's like, you've set up cameras for your own safety, you can watch your comes and goes, you know, all that stuff.
0: Yeah. You can't have that now.
1: So you have to go to someone else's house, you have to go to hotels, you have to go to yeah. fucking cars, like...
0: It's unregulated. Yeah. Um,
1: so now you've made it a lot more dangerous in that sense. They don't want you um, soliciting. So technically you can't in the, mark it yes yeah, so you can't mark yourself so you can't even talk about it in the sense where hey i'll have sex with you for this much so this is the amount you need to pay me you can't you can't be on that f- that page before you get into like alone time right you know you can't okay. listen in public so i can't be using a coffee shop and Be like hey you're gonna buy my services but you need to pay me this much are you okay with that yeah. you know and you need to wear a condom is that okay and, you know, and if you don't agree with it, then you guys can like safely walk away as opposed to putting a woman or a man or who is the sex worker in a position where they're alone with someone and they're saying, hey, these are my rules. Do you yeah. abide by them? And what if the person says no? No, yeah. And doesn't let you leave. You know, now you're dangerous, and and now you are hidden, and a are alone with yeah. this person. And, um, you know, we also say that uh, you can't live off the avails. So, I know mm. if you go to our, you know, justice.gc.ca, they'll argue that, well, you know, that doesn't really mean these things, but really it means that it's just another way for them to catch you. Yeah. it's All these very vague statements are just so they can say, well, how'd you buy your apartment? Oh, mm. well, you live off the veils and how did you buy your food this week? You, off, you know, like, right. um, they're putting onus on you to prove that somehow your income, the majority of your income is coming from somewhere It's else. coming from there, yeah. Right. But then also, that kind of leads into, well, how do you... Purchase a bodyguard, then, or how do you purchase the prop, like the um, protection of a bodyguard if you can't? If they if might now be under the purview of moving off their veils, right? Or how do you pay a driver or any of these other safety precautions you could otherwise have? Because I'm making it virtually impossible. Exactly. Yeah. Wow, and, I haven't
0: heard that, this like lingo in so long because I took a prostitution in Canada class. Okay. Um, when I was an SFU, right? Because I studied in Cram and I monitored gender studies, right? And like, oh my gosh, all this information is, like, coming back to yeah, me now. Yeah, yeah. And it's so sad because that was so long ago. That was 2012 when I graduated and still yeah. nothing's changed? It's no. 2019 now. No, yeah. So, Super yeah, they put Bill C36
1: in. It pretty much re-legalized and illegalized everything again, just reworded it differently. And so they could say, well, like... It's for trafficking. We're doing this, and it's for you know, it's for pimps that we're trying to like do this. And but nothing
0: benefits the not, sex worker. No when people are actually in the, in the industry. Yeah,
1: they don't take into account that you know women may choose this job and and can flourish in it safely, provided there are the right the right constructs put together. But yeah, what the way our legal system is right now, it's legal to sell sex. It, it's illegal to buy it. Oh my God. So you can go out there and say I'm selling sex and no one's allowed to say they want it from you right and you're not allowed to really even say it out loud you can't say that either yeah exactly so it's a yeah it
0: makes you very tricky and dangerous situations if you are in that line of work right yeah so
1: and that's why too when I when we're talking about secret and stuff like that being very aware of how you're soliciting yourself if you are um, not just escorting if you are prostituting just protecting yourself legally in that sense, and and screening clients before you meet with them, and yeah, and doing all that as well, just to not even protect yourself physically, but protecting yourself like legally. Legally, as well. yeah,
0: for sure, it's super yeah. important. Are there any organizations or anything, any steps that are being taken to fight against this bill? Do you know of? I mean, you I'm like, like speak on.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I don't. Like, follow politics very well because I just find it very annoying to be honest and exhausting, but, like yeah. mentally exhausting. Yeah. yeah, and I think everyone you know has their like pros and cons, and and a lot of it's like it's bullshit when they say I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna change this, and then we see yeah. four years like nothing's happened. But, you know, <laughs> so true. But I know in this coming election that just had passed, um, a lot of people were saying you know NDP was fighting for like sex workers' rights, mm-hmm. but. You know, when we look at, like, if you do go to justice.gc.ca, it's where, you know, we talk about our Canada laws and stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'll just quote one thing for you. This is what they think of prostitution, okay? Okay. This is what our government thinks. Oh, no. So... Brace yourselves. Yeah, <laughs> right? Everyone is entitled into dignity and respect. Prostitution allows men who are primarily the purchase of sexual services paid access to a female's body... Indonesia and clearly gendered practice by legalizing and regulating it would demean and degrade the human dignity of all women and girls. The human body is not a commodity to be bought and sold.
0: Hmm. I have many problems with game. <laughs> right. when I remember, it's so that. It's a big one, umbrella sorry, generalization. Like, right,
1: like I so my like my body's this precious thing that I can't I can't choose what I do with it though. Right. Like but somehow the government owns it and gets something what I do with it. Yeah. So, what's up with that I, I don't see regardless of who you vote for I don't see a very big change in that until you know there's more of an uproar from like the masses yeah I think the only people that really unfortunately care about this right now is people that are directly impacted by it yeah and even then a lot of sex workers don't know these rules like I have a lot of my girlfriends that message me say hey I'm going to a date or can I send this message is it illegal or blah blah I'm like babe like i have no problem helping you but like I'll, I'll send you all the sources to like do research yourself so like yeah. you know because like you should know the stuff yeah, yeah. This is directly about you yeah um so yeah i don't <laughs> i don't see it unfortunately changing anytime soon and i think yeah i was gonna say yeah as
0: sad as that sounds unfortunately i yeah. don't think anything to change anytime
1: <laughs> no and i think i i said before too i think we, especially in Vancouver, like, think we're super progressive and we're super, like, sexually progressive. Uh. <laughs> but we are when it's male sexuality. That's what I was
0: going to say. Like, we're, we're, and I've said this before on the podcast, too, we're, we're liberal on certain things. Yes. That benefit certain groups. Yeah. But not entirely mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. is really very like we're liberal and we're choosy very choosy <laughs> yeah, yeah very so, picky choosy
1: which is really sad yeah so as soon as a woman comes forward and she's like hey like i love sex and i like getting fucked and i like making money we're like no <laughs> like <laughs> calm <laughs> down <laughs> and go back inside your box <laughs> yeah 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 we're gonna you revoke your right to vote or something <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: fuck. Even surprise me. <laughs> um okay so we're gonna go into some q a mm-hmm. okay so I think I already know the answer to this question, mm-hmm. <laughs> since you don't like seeking arrangement. But <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what arrangements are off limits for you? Are, are arrangements off limits to you?
1: Uh, no. So for me, like I, it, it's not that anything's off limits. It's just the price point. Mm-hmm. So like everyone has, like the, you know, saying everyone has their price. Yeah. That's very true. Well, you know your value,
0: yeah. I and mean, you've been in this industry for a long time. So it's like that's what your price is. That's where your yeah. value is.
1: So unless you're paying a very large lump sum monthly. I don't do the continual interaction you're you're not going to have my number and text me like that kind of like emotional support you want from someone you need to pay for that so those kind of like I find them very draining so those kind of arrangements are usually not something I entertain unless I'm like adequately paid for it but most yeah most um, arrangements I have it's like meeting for this amount of hours or this amount of time and this is the pay and it's very, like, business really, transaction. Yeah, it's going to save yeah. transactional. Yeah. yeah, so those are usually the ones I, I lean towards. Yeah.
0: Well, it's just, you know, it's easier that way. Yeah. That's what we're doing. and I
1: have life outside of these men, <laughs> much better. <laughs> so, you know, so for me, my free time is, is allocated elsewhere. Yeah, and that's really important,
0: too. <laughs> yeah. Um, how difficult has it been getting clients now that Craigslist doesn't have sexual encounters section? Like, I guess you don't really get your clients from Craigslist, though. No,
1: so I've actually never um, never even gone on Craigslist to no. look for clients, and I don't find clients online, usually. Yeah. One, I'm just, like, old school in a sense where... And like, oh, I don't trust people online. Yeah, me like, too. Do, like like don't know, PM, right? Yeah, so even like cam and stuff like that. Like, I'm just like, I get like, I freak out and I don't want for months. Like, <laughs> so I'm not a great cam, a cam person. But yeah, I uh, I always just have them in the in club.
0: Yeah, because so just you like, meet them kind of, there. Yeah, you know? some kind
1: of foundation's already laid where like this is a business transaction. Yeah, you know, so like I like that I can like lean on that.
0: Yeah, totally yeah. understandable. <laughs> um, what's the difference between sugar babying, paid dating, and prostitution? I guess we sort of went over that, unless you want to redefine it. <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, it depends on the person and what they are doing. Yeah, But, like, I think it is important to differentiate escorting from prostituting mm-hmm. because escorting is paid time. Yes. And prostituting is paid sexual, sexual um, exchange. Yeah. Right? So when someone's like, oh, she's an escort. Well, is she an escort or she a prostitute? And someone's like, oh, she's a prostitute. Well, is she a prostitute or is yeah. she just an escort? You know, like, you those are things. those terms
0: always get... Yeah, confused. interchange, right? So yeah. I think
1: you'll really need to um, understand that when someone's saying, oh, I was escorting. Like, no, they're just getting paid to go for lunches and paid to go for that. So I remember when I had sugar baby on after we wrapped up. Yeah. She asked me offline. She goes, am I a prostitute then? I was like, well, you are prostituting when the men are paying you to have sex with them. And you're mm-hmm. escorting when the men are paying you to go for lunches and stuff with them. Yeah. She's like, oh, I never knew that. I was like, yeah, I was <laughs> that's what you're doing, right? There you go. We, we say, like, sugar baby and stuff like that. It's just a nice tr- way of saying yeah. Same and it
0: depends on what your arrangement is though too right, right. Yeah. yeah so if you're just doing things for companionship and stuff like that and that's different than you know if we're going further than that too yeah right yeah. so but yes it's big big umbrella term there yeah, for exactly. that <laughs> what were some of the worst and best dates you've been on uh in terms of i guess paid dating i don't know what this person meant and how much money did you make okay
1: best date is one of my regular clients he pays me two thousand and we only hang out for like twenty minutes and we just hang out. That's amazing. But yeah, yeah. And he's like super funny and we actually got to talking. It turns out like his kids actually go to like the high school I got from. Like, and he got from the high school I got it from. And like oh my Yeah, God. we know a bunch of people, like he knows like my ex boyfriend's family. Like yeah, it's just going full
0: circle. Oh
1: yeah, it's such a small small world. But yeah, and he's he's such a gentleman. I generally enjoy seeing him, unfortunately. We only see each other like maybe once every two months, once every three months, because he's super busy with work and he doesn't live in Vancouver. Mm. But uh, but yeah, he's he's a gentleman and yeah, he I know he always pays good. And he he never tries to like undersell. Or, yeah, are like, it's, like, yeah. it's fully understood. Like it's two thousand every time. Like I'm not to trying to like you know nickel and dime you or try to like change the agreement. Um because
0: yeah. that can happen sometimes too. Oh yeah, Life, which is really fucking
1: frustrating. Yeah yeah yeah, hundred percent. My worst date was I'm very clear when I talk to someone, like, you're gonna pay me this amount. When I sit down, I'll put my my, my purse between us or on the floor and you'll slip the money and in. Exactly. Yeah. Classic. And, <laughs> yeah. And if they try to argue, I say, you know, here's the thing, is um I'm agreeing to go for lunch with you. I've shown up. So I've done my part. Yeah. He's like, not like I'm gonna show up and then right out the door. Yeah. You know, but you haven't shown your part you're gonna pay me. Yeah. So I've shown up, you pay me and then we can put this aside and we've already both like com- like completed our deal. Yeah. And I met for coffee at the Starbucks underneath my house. Mm-hmm. and um, And like, Vancouver,
0: for, right? What? This, this guy's from Vancouver then? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, he was like a middle
1: aged, like um I, I don't know if he's like part each part East Indian, I think maybe or something. Mm-hmm. He's like two dollars and stuff. Okay. Anyways, so um, you know, he agreed two hundred dollars to go for a coffee to get to know each other and see if this would work. Yeah. And I put my like thing down of kinda of, like waiting for him, he starts talking. And now I'm kind of like uncomfortable because so I'm like, hey, are you going to give me the money or not? Yeah. So I let him talk for like legit 30 minutes, which is much nicer than Whoa, I usually Whoa! Wow. <laughs> and the reason time. I finally said something was kind I said to him, you know, how's the, how's it been for you on this site? And he was like, oh, well, you know, like some girls are so crazy. i kind of think you're just going to like pay them for coffee and blah, blah, blah. And I said, and I actually bought his coffee while you for coffee too. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. I know. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. And then I said, wait, is that, is that your way of saying you're not paying me today? And he was like, You think I was gonna pay you today? Oh. I was my like, Oh okay. I was like, We we talked that it was two hundred dollars. I was like, clearly we're not on the same page, you're like have a good one. And I like, grabbed my stuff and left. I was like, What a fucking loser. And then I left <laughs> and then like a week later <laughs> I go to Equinox. Yeah and I walked into Equinox and he was like walking out and I was like, You fucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh like a bunch of, like, I hate you. I've never so seen him there again since. that's funny but yeah I was like you little shit maybe <laughs> yeah. he canceled his membership yeah he probably should <laughs> <laughs> seriously maybe couldn't afford it yeah, clearly you couldn't afford the $2 <laughs> right? membership right because he couldn't fucking pay you yeah I that's was like so I was so mad at myself for even letting him like go on for 30
0: minutes but Fuck, I was like 30 minutes oh my god I can't no it's <laughs> a very rare that I ever
1: am not nice but then you have
0: those things you're like okay this happened and this will never happen yeah. again yeah right?
1: and, <laughs> and to like a lot of of the industry is reading people and like you someone might give you a lot of money but they might not want to feel like it's transaction so you kind of have to play the role that you're like not here for the money and they might be like someone who gives you drops 10k on you yeah and that makes sense
0: to me yeah yeah i understand
1: (coughs) so it's kind of hard to like read those people when you're just meeting them but yeah i'm not i'm not a very patient person
0: yeah no and it can it can be really hard to gauge when you're meeting them for the first time yeah too they're playing you or
1: they want to pretend like it's a real thing and then they'll pay you really good yeah yeah
0: very fine line guys very lots of filtering if you guys are going to get into that just warning
1: yes it is. <laughs> it's a lot of
0: fucking work so yes there is. <laughs> um okay the last question here uh tips on getting started for newcomers they didn't spe- they didn't specify which avenue but okay.
1: yeah so my tip would be like to like do your research in the sense where you're listening to podcasts like <laughs> Strip by Zia or 50 plus a tip. Yeah, there we go. And then, <laughs> yeah. And like there's um, so many courses too that you can do online now that were never a thing when I first started. Um, Middle-Aged Stripper has a really good one mm-hmm. and then I'm actually making up one right now for like... Yay. Yeah. So I'm going to make up a course soon too. So exciting. Yeah. You need to really let me know. That's that. fun. <laughs> yeah. So like there's so many um, like... Areas for you to get help from, like people who know the business. Yeah, and then also that just before you go into it, like find out your strengths. Like, mm-hmm. hey, am I really good at performing? So I'm going to do stage, or am I really good at talking to people? So I should do VIPing, yeah. or you know, um, am I comfortable? And like, where's my comfort? You know, am I comfortable with being intimate physically with people? And and should I go right into prostitution, or is escorting more my thing? Is like talking over a lunch? Am I really good at like selling my personality? And then, once you find that, yeah, find where your levels of comfort is with the emotional, mental, and physical output you're giving. And then also find out where your prices stand, too. Like, right. am I okay with eating this little I, um, or don't want this much? And then, too, like, it's not for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. not everyone succeeds in this industry. And I think that's yeah. an important thing to acknowledge as well. There's a lot that goes into it, a lot of like brain power that goes into it.
0: You um, have to be smart and yeah. safe, guys. Yeah, super fucking
1: safe. And yeah. then also, too, yeah, like, nothing is worth any amount of money. Your safety is not worth that. Yeah. So that's one thing I encourage women to do, especially if you're already in the industry, is make sure you're saving to the point where, like, you can turn down people. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not relying on this one client that you're meeting now for whatever you're meeting him for um, to pay your bills that month. Yeah. Like, if something happens and you're feeling uncomfortable, you can be like, no, this is not worth it, I'm leaving, and you don't need that money. Like, that's a very... Yeah, um, important to get to that point of privilege where you can turn down people that don't feel right internal situations
0: yeah because honestly you shouldn't be relying that much like on certain people because that shit can end
1: yeah like that yeah exactly right? so make sure you're at that point where you get to still pick and choose um and then also just yeah like i said like know your know your legal rights like and that's extremely important
0: that's awesome. Oh, my God. That's my motherly lecture. <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. Yeah. Okay, so um, a couple things before we end up here. Do you want to speak a little bit about your podcast, 50 Plus a Tip? Use this end part of my podcast to market the shit out of it <laughs> and yourself? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All love me. Uh,
1: no, yeah. So I have a podcast, as you said, yes. called 50 Plus a Tip, which is five zero plus a tip. Um, because dances are usually 50 plus a tip. <laughs> and uh, yeah, throw that a follow. You can always email me at 50 plus a tip at gmail.com. Um, I have my personal e- or personal Instagram on my podcast Instagram as well, so you can greet me if you want to see what I look like. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, I'm really open to people DMing me because I think. Um, it's awesome to ask an actual sex worker questions rather than what you get from the media or the like hustler movie and things yeah. like that, right? Oh God. I know I need an interview <laughs> on it, but um, but yeah. So yeah, hit me up. I'm I'm very responsive, where I try to be. Um, yeah, but don't leave stupid remarks because you'll get
0: blocked. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, guys, don't forget to fucking PayPal 50 hundred fifty dollars. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe you, you like, your guy you transfer first. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Well, this was so much fun. We're just gonna quickly wrap up here, but uh, yeah, that concludes uh, this episode of Strip by Sia. Thank you so much, Danny, for coming on. It was great to have you speak on all these wonderful topics today. Yeah, thank you so much. For having me. <laughs> and we will, I guess. Uh, another episode next sunday uh give it a like give it a follow rate and subscribe stripped by sia on instagram or my personal sia stuff and yeah have a great sunday guys bye you're listening to stripped by sia produced and hosted by steph sia aka Kimchi by Ian Daburn and graphics by Maria Bellatorama.